Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Three-minute microfiction. Three microfiction pieces written and narrated by Robert Fairhead. Number one, there is no need to wake up. It's the grand final, and the siren is due at any moment. My team kick the ball, and it tumbles towards our goals. Our supporters cheer and roar, willing the ball to be straight and true. Though some, like me, hold our breaths. A goal will win the game for our team, and we will be champions. For a few heart-stopping seconds, while the ball tumbles and we roar or hold our breaths, Our team has neither won nor lost. And then it happens. The ball falls short. The other team gathers it, and their supporters roar. The siren sounds. Our supporters are silent, while theirs cheer loudly. But later, when I dream of those final few seconds, that cursed ball tumbles straight and true through my team's goals. It is our supporters who cheer and roar the loudest, and we are the champions. And though I know it's only a dream... I'm filled with joy. So if I'm tossing and turning in bed, don't shake my shoulder. Leave me sleeping. There is no need to wake up. Number two. And I didn't even get convicted. I had borne guilt and despair about the fate of our overpopulated and polluted planet for many years. Then, in a waking moment, I saw how I, a lowly middle-aged nobody, could save the earth and her people, and all her precious life. A gathering of world leaders was my chance. I would evade the security cordon, infiltrate their private meetings, and convince them of the need for urgent action with scientific facts and figures and impassioned speech. Yes, there would be consequences. I would be arrested, convicted, and spend long, lonely years behind bars, and I would not see my children grow into adults. But the conviction and jail term would be worth it to know that I had saved the planet for them, their children and their children's children. I smiled and made my plan. Yet when the day came, I did nothing. I watched the world leaders on the TV news. Pledging more economic growth and security cooperation with no mention of poverty, pollution or climate change. I lay in bed that night, sleepless, still racked with guilt and despair. I didn't save the earth that day, and I didn't even get convicted. (laughs) Number three, we need to talk. White walls, sweet antiseptic, tubes and wires, electronic beeps, and the laboured, wheezing breath of my shrunken father. We need to talk. Soon. Not about the future or present. Now we've only got the past. But my phone distracts me. I wish we had more time. And words. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. I discovered the microfiction genre when reviewing a collection for writing New South Wales, Loopholes by Susan McCreary. Wiktionary.org defines microfiction as fiction that has significantly shorter than average length. Cinnamons include drabble, flash fiction, flash fic short short story, sudden fiction, and even Twitterture. By its definition, brevity is the key to good microfiction. 
There is no time for plot and character development. Every word must count. The writer plunges the reader into the story and wrenches them back out, leaving it to the reader's imagination to reflect upon what he or she has read, what led to the situation, and how it might resolve itself. Microfiction will not be to every reader's taste. Some may consider it a modern malaise, where our pace of life has become too fast to enjoy a leisurely read. Or Twitter-esque, where US presidential pronouncements are reduced to 280-character tweets. And yet, microfiction is not as recent a form as some may imagine. Ernest Hemingway is said to have written a famous piece in response to a challenge to write a six-word novel. For sale, baby shoes, never worn. I wrote my three pieces of microfiction at different times in my life. There is no need to wake up was written for a local radio competition in 2000. The brief was to include the tagline, There is no need to wake up. As luck would have it, I have occasionally dreamed my footy team has won games that, in reality, they lost. And I Didn't Even Get Convicted was also written for a local radio competition in 2014. The story had to be 200 words or less, and to end with the line, And I Didn't Even Get Convicted. I received a nice thank you for my entry, but I didn't even get selected as a winner. The final short piece, We Need to Talk, was written for a competition run by Mianjin Quarterly to celebrate the introduction of 280-character Twitter in 2017. The rules were simple. Tweet a 280-character story and include the hashtag hash Mianjin280. I didn't win the competition, but I repurposed the piece for another microfiction competition run by the Australian Writers' Centre in 2019 as We Need to Talk in 29 Words, and this was published on their blog. I hope you enjoyed this dabble with microfiction. You can read these pieces and all my short stories, blog posts and other writing at tallandtrue.com. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be in your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, please check your feed for earlier episodes and subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite listening app. And don't forget to tell your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website.